All right, guys, here we go. Huge 500th episode for us here at the Nordies Podcast. We have so much to, to uh, talk about. We're going to be doing Summer of Star Wars with Return of the Jedi. Lots of news, lots of shows. Here we go, Nordies Podcast. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing? Doing very well, man. I'm good, brother. How are you? I'm doing great because it is our 500th episode. 500. How crazy is that? Just crazy. What an accomplishment. We have been at it forever. Um, hopefully, some of you guys have been with us for uh, just as long or since the days we were called the Hair of the Dog podcast. The Hair of the Dog, baby. <laughs> yeah. We moved on from that. We did. For good reason. Pretty quickly. But that's okay. Because, you know, from humble beginnings, you end up with humble podcasts. It's beautiful. Uh, my favorite thing about um, us being around for 500 episodes is that for like the first three months, we... We're, we'd set up microphones, but we found out after like three months that we'd only been recording through the compu- computer microphone. <laughs> the laptop, which well, wasn't that's... even aimed. It was like aimed off to the side because we had no idea. Well, that's where. Well, that was when we were using the one mic. Yeah. All Yeah, in the middle. We just in had one mic in the middle, and we thought we were recording on that mic, and we were definitely not. No. Yeah. It was just the native audio on the MacBook. <laughs> and so once we got that ironed out, then we got microphones. That USB were meant, mics. USB mics that were meant to be used in like an enclosed space. So like if you were in a recording studio or you had like um, sound deadening like eggshell things on the on the wall. It might have worked then. So like we literally had to like separate ourselves so much on the table because the audio was being picked up from the back of the microphone. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> and so like every day, and that's every not week, even that's not even mentioning the just the lost pods where we're like yeah, just great episodes. episode guys and you're like, there's nothing here. <laughs> we have nothing. I God, think that I can't believe we didn't quit a hundred times, but I think now that, it's easy, baby. That's the most disheartening is when you know instantly that it's not gonna work. <laughs> where like I hit I hit play, I hit playback and it goes like Welcome yeah. to the podcast, <laughs> and we're like, oh Christ! Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. So, guys, it's been great. Um, here's to 500 more episodes. Now, a couple things I wanted to bring up um, were a few questions. Okay, so we can just sit around here and reflect a little bit, reminisce. Um, yeah. What were some of your favorite things that we've had to talk about, or like um, topics or events that happened that we had to navigate in any type of way? Um, what pops in your mind first? I'll go first on this one. Um, my f- one of my favorite things that we do is a yearly tradition. Like obviously, I love the Nordies, but I'm, I'm going to step away from that. Yeah, is the Oscars. Right. And when Jimmy Channels oh. for two years in a row went twenty for twenty on the top the ten biggest categories, if the you ones will, that people may care about. Yeah. Where we were like potting, and it, the Oscars were kind of like getting towards the end, and Jimbo was giving us the signal to like wrap this up. I want to get home and watch the <laughs> yeah. last four categories get announced. Um, that was pretty crazy. It was an insane because I'll never do that again. It's an insane run. Yeah, it's an insane run, and it's over. But uh, that was fucking wild. That just surprised me both times. Uh, not us. Didn't surprise me. <laughs> not one bit. Yeah, that's how you became Jimmy Channels. Yeah, yeah I would say right. that something I was really excited to talk about was the Minneapolis miracle mm-hmm. when that happened, mm-hmm. because it was just like the most exciting sporting event that we've had. Um, I don't know. It was just really fun. I remember that we led the episode with the um, audio of it with the, the PA call. It was the audio of it with it, it was the TV call. Um, but it had the my heart will go on in the background. <laughs> nice, yes. yes. 
Yeah, that was great. That was awesome. I Dude, I think that, you know, when we came up with the rewatch segment and we started with the Marvel movies, by the time we got to Endgame, it was had, it had just been so exciting. I'm torn between that or just when we started to do one-off episodes just for the Game of Thrones. Mm. And we had the Thrones cast. Yeah. I don't think there's ever going to be something that everybody universally is so into that they want to listen to half an hour just on, right? Yeah. I mean, we could stretch it and try to do Loki or whatever, but I don't I don't think it's there. It's not the same, man. It's not as culturally relevant. It's not as, as culturally yeah. relevant. So, I mean, I probably have to go with the Thrones cast. Damn, were those fun. Okay, uh, favorite uh, location? Uh, I'll go first again. I think far and away, it's high, high for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dang. Not only was the food great, yeah. Christina was a fantastic interview. Uh, we she got, was so nervous. We got to introduce, like, I don't know, a lot of our listeners to, like, a new neighborhood joint, and yeah. the place is blown up. And I think it actually won Nordy for Restaurant of the Year. I think we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah so definitely. We got a lot of love. They make slushies, awesome food. Like, it's a great place. I think the big party we had at Bauhaus was awesome because a lot of people turned up. We had Mark Parrish on the pod. It was we had some awesome content, but the audio there was so fucked yeah. mm-hmm. that like really the people that came to listen really couldn't hear it. So they were just hanging out and then we talked to him after, which was cool. But but we packed um, the place. But dude. it was. Yeah. But like, you know, we decided to like put all this effort in and get people to turn up and they did. And it was awesome. Man. I think that's one of them. I liked uh, when we were at Mall of America. Oh, yeah. With Kendra. With Kendra. That was pretty cool. And uh, I liked when we were at uh, Pinku. Yeah, John Sigamura. Yeah, yes. Pinku Japanese. Yeah, we were just crushing the food there. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, now I think he has a place in MSP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's doing well. And the Nordy spot too. Probably because so. he did the pod. I mean, to be honest, listen, he doesn't have to thank us in person. <laughs> we know, we understand. It's, it just goes unspoken. Yeah, you know what we did for him. All right, uh, favorite guest. Ooh, I mean, we ha- we've had a lot of good <sighs> ones. Like so many come to mind right away. Once we kind of got away from doing brewers only, yes, it turned turned a lot better. Yeah, let's just try to find interesting people. I'm going to steal the the best one. Yeah, just go. It's nerdy. All right. I mean, he was so much fun. He was our last guest before the pandemic hit. Yep. He was so captivating, so entertaining. And then like on a sad note, all the shit in Minneapolis kind of went down and he's out there leading the charge. Frontline supporting the the protesters. He's the fucking man. Yeah. I I would love to challenge... Tyler of Winterfell and Nerdy to like a comic off, like in some way, mm-hmm. like ask like deep cut comic book Star Wars superhero questions and see who could come out on top. I'm talking like 30 questions, yeah. like like a like a um, what do they call those? Like the high school, uh, damn it, the academic, you know, like a B, like a. Oh, yeah, deca- academic fun. What that thing. Yeah. Kind of right. like like on uh, old school? Yes. Exactly. Similar like to that. that. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Um, dude, I mean, I have to go with maybe our most high-profile guest ever. The one that when they got back to me in my DMs, I pooped a little bit. And that was Craig Kilborn. Hell yeah. I mean, I could, like, one of the highest highs ever was, like, him being like, yeah, sounds good. When you want to do it? And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? He's going to do it? And you know what he did? And he was so great. He was so funny. And it was like, it's not only that he, you know, is or was a big deal. It's also that he was a complete shut-in at that time and had been for so many years. He wasn't doing interviews with anybody. You couldn't you couldn't Google and find anything about what his life was like or what he's doing or if he's trying to work or anything. Well, he was and fi- then he says yes to do our pod. 
he was famous for not giving interviews. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Point. Everyone's like, yeah, he's just a hermit. He's gone. Yep, he's gone. He's just happy, happily rich living in like Malibu and you can't get a hold of him. And he fucking shot back and we did a pod and it was great and you can go listen to it. I would it's say unbelievable. that the guests that were the most meaningful to me were the ones that I was the most nervous about and that was Craig Kilborn and Andy Greenwald. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Greenwald's another Where guy. I was just like so nervous because like... Andy Greenwald is such a like legend on podcasting. Yep. Period. Podcasting legend, TV legend, re, you know, critic, yeah. huge critic. So that was a huge deal. He's the one that um, wrote all, like so many of those great episode breakdown articles on Game of Thrones. Oh, forever. Just like unbelievable reads. Yeah. Even if you go back and read them now, they're just they're just amazing on Grantland. Yeah, Grantland. R.I.P. Yep, that's a good one. More recently, I, I guess our most recent was Jordan Alamed, by the way, just to shout to like somebody that's incredibly fun to have on and very like-minded and fits right in. So, I mean, you know, that's got to be And we might be, little hearing, teaser. Yeah. might be yeah, hearing from him sooner than later. Two weeks, I think, yeah. we may have him back on because he really wants to come on to you know state his case for The Last Jedi. So I think he'll yeah. be on for that. That'll be great. And in person, I believe. Sweet. Can't wait. All right, guys. So happy 500 to you guys. And thank you to our listeners who uh, tune in with us each and every week. We appreciate you guys. Happy 500 to you guys, too. Hopefully, you guys have gotten some joy, some knowledge, some conversation pieces, some hot takes, some shows to watch, whatever you get from our show. Maybe it's you just, you know, argue with us, but we can't hear you because we're not there. But whatever it is, thanks for listening to us. And uh, hopefully we'll get to a thousand. Yeah, I don't see why. And that's not. it for the week. We'll be back. Uh, later. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hell of a five hundred boys. Yeah, we did that's it. it. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. All right, guys. So uh, we have lots of stuff today. But before we do, and especially since it's been five hundred episodes, if you haven't listened to our plea for five hundred episodes to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram, now would be the time. That would be the best five hundred episode gift you guys could give us. So please give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nord East Podcast. Also subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from and get the Nordies podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week. And yeah, I echo what Eric said. Thank you to everyone that's listened through most of the 500, even though yeah. our audio sucked for about 55 episodes. Yeah, no, really, thank you. Um, you know who you are. We appreciate you. Uh, if you interact with us on social media, we love that. If you just listen, we love that. So cheers to you guys. All right, guys, we are drinking... A really fun beer here. This is super interesting. It's Toppling Goliath, our neighbors to the south, and their Cherry Fandango, the Cherry Kettle Sour beer. Um, this thing tastes like a cherry pie slice. It's great. It's great. Yeah. It's really, but it's still drinkable. It is sweet, but not too sweet. Yeah. I would almost, I would compare it to like a, like a cherry glaze. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the glaze that goes in between the cherries yeah. on the pie, not the cherries itself. Um, <clears throat> yeah, this is good. How much was this thing? Expensive? Like $23. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Well, thanks, Eric. It's an import. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. We had to drive I was like, we had to get something north. interesting this week. And plus, our, our local breweries, who we love dearly, there just wasn't a lot of new stuff out this week. I can't so. believe we'd catch them lacking on our 500. I know. Week, I was like, I was like, oh, man, I'm just going to buy one beer from every... One of our Nordy winners was my like original plan. <laughs> and then I was like, damn, they just have all the same stuff they always do. So I don't know. I'm sure they're all getting ready to drop next week for our 503, 502. Yeah. yeah. That's what they're aiming. Yeah. Aiming for that. Um, all right, guys. So we are going to enjoy this beer while we do. We are going to dive into do we care like we always do. There's a lot a lot to talk about this week. Um, let's start with um, COVID Palooza. Um, Lollapalooza with like 10 million unmasked people, uh, just trying to spread COVID like wildfire. 
I'm already annoyed by people who are gonna be like, why do we have to wear masks again? This is so crazy. We wore masks before and it didn't work. And it's like 100 million people haven't got the vaccine yet. And mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about it in our sports cast too because it's affecting our sports. At this point, like, stop making me miss things. I don't want things to go back to how they had to be for so long. But sadly, I kind of feel like we're headed in that direction. Florida had more cases um, this weekend than they did at any point of the pandemic. Well, the the funny thing is they had their Rolling Loud concert last weekend. So, mm. like, I predict that Illinois may have a huge jump next weekend. Yeah. Uh, based on these huge outdoor shows, um, nobody gives a fuck. Just get vaccinated. <laughs> I don't know what your fucking problem is. Like, there's been so many people that have had it for a very long time now, and everybody's fine. There's clearly, like, whatever you thought was wrong with it, it isn't. So, just t- get it. Just fucking get it. You can have a, lead a normal life. Yeah. I'm sure all our listeners are on our page. Just we're preaching to the choir, but yeah, I'm sure we are. But you know what? Hopefully, Sucks. you're fist pumping with us. Like, yeah, come on, yeah. All right. Um. So sticking with music, though, Kanye West. Um. Don't care. Was gonna drop oh, his sorry. album. <laughs> was gonna drop his album. Donda. Donda was supposed to come out. Supposed to come out. He had Fridays a big, huge ago. show, and then it wasn't done. Yeah. <laughs> so he's going to show on like a Thursday and then he was going to release it on a Friday. And I was like ready to be like, okay, I don't even know how to buy music anymore, but I was going to pay like $10 to listen to it and have it. Um, even if it sucked, I was just so curious because that's what Kanye West can do. And I couldn't find it. And then, yeah, I Google, it's like, okay, he's looking more like, like August 6th. So that's what he's, uh, he's aiming for now. But he's living in the Mercedes Benz arena or whatever it's called mercedes-benz stadium in atlanta in atlanta in some like stupid room in the basement in the basement because that's where he can get work and he's like he's renting out the whole thing it costs a million dollars a day and he's going to games with like pantyhose on his head He, he always wears these pantyhose masks now so he's like going into like well he's already in the stadium so he's going into like the united atlanta united games um, I just, it's so weird, but I, I hope that we get an album out of it. I mean, we're not that far removed from him, like, absolutely losing it and tweeting, like, a psycho, sh- like, crazy stuff. Oh, he hasn't been doing that already? No, I mean, he's been, like, he's like, I'm back on my meds, guys. Like, I, I can see, you know, now I'm trying to get my life together again. He's still that same guy that needs a lot of help. Um, but hopefully his album's fire. If we ever see it, Donda. Donda. Know. Let's go. Okay. He's a wild motherfucker, dude. Okay. Well, uh, let's I get I guess in- I care. I care. I do. I mean, we're talking Sorry, about I, it. I don't so- want to care, but I care. Yeah, I mean, he's he's just kind of like so good at marketing himself in good and bad ways that yeah. you end up talking about him, even if you're t- saying, telling people you don't like him. I mean, the thing is, like, if he had just delayed the album to the six, but not you didn't, he didn't make news in any other way, then he would take a hit on when his album drops. But because we all know now that he's renting out the stadium until it's done, and when it comes out, he's going to have another big party, it's going to suck us back up for a second time for the same album. Yeah. It's just incredible. It is. Anyway, we'll move on. because Narcissist going to narcissist, you know? He's going like, to do That's it. what's going to happen. All that's right. what he does. Let's move on to the big news of the week. That was Scar jo, who, you know, was one of our favorites. Yeah, she's uh, Coming off of her big movie, Black Widow, dropping, it was announced that she is suing Disney over the release of the movie on 
Disney Plus. Yeah. Do you guys know the details of this at all? No. A little I'd bit. Love to okay. hear. Um, I think she's in the right on this. Um, so here's the deal. Her contract, as was all contracts, was based on she gets a percentage of the of just the theater money. Okay. Mm-hmm. Box office revenue. It's supposed yeah. to be this huge money. Like all these movies are huge, yeah. and every other star when their movie comes out, they get like another like twenty million dollars in share. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Disney decided to release it and release it at home. Well, she didn't get any of the money when people bought paid $30 for it at home. Obviously, it doesn't take a genius to realize that's going to eat into the box office. If you can watch it at home for 30 bucks, half the people did that, half the people went to the theater, whatever. It's a very clean and clear-cut thing. So she and her agent, early on, when they said they're going to do this on Disney+, Plus, they tried to negotiate. Disney wasn't even meeting with them, wouldn't listen to them at all releases it and then so she files this lawsuit like okay well actually, i missed out on on millions of dollars because of you did this just pay me what you made off the the disney plus stuff and we're good right i think there was one step even in between that okay which was that her counsel her attorneys emailed um you know wh- whatever attorney Iger disney, or whoever the fuck who, their, yeah. their attorney and he emailed back and there was a provision in the contract that said if this also goes to streaming we will renegotiate it right and they emailed the the council for Disney. Disney re- replied and said, "Yeah, we know that's going to happen. We'll take care of that coming up." And then they just go. They didn't do it. Then they, they just go to her attorneys. So then you think, all right, well, Disney, look, you know, they want to take care of these stars. You know, they want people to want to work with them. They want every single biggest star in the world is supposed to be in the MCU at some point, right? Um, no, they're just not willing to work with her. So she sued them. And then they responded with some real bitchy shit. Like, like, oh, you know, we've always taken care of, of her. And it's, you know, she's shrugging off the $20 million she's made so far. She's been in like 15 movies. I don't think 20 million is that much. And even if it was, it doesn't matter. She's still owed more. She's owed more. She's the biggest star in the world. You're, pay her her money. You're reneging so they're on, trying a, to, on a contract. Exactly. And they're like, you know, so they kind of like bring up this stuff about, you know, her character and that she would, you know, just insensitive to the pandemic for her to want this money. Like it has nothing to like, that's literally what their, their statement was. I was shocked. So well, I'm not shocked. They need to make this right with her because they do not want to piss off other actors that may want to work with them. And then people like me who I'm like, dude, I want to support Disney. I don't want to even feel guilty at all like I do when I pay for Amazon Prime. I feel guilty. And that eventually is going to lead me to probably cancel my Amazon Prime. I want to feel fine about my Disney Plus subscription and no no weird like, well, I'm supporting like this evil fucking empire. Yeah. Um, last question on it. Yeah. Do you think that because this is her last Marvel film? They don't is, give a fuck. Is, well, no? this is like one, one last like fuck her kind no. of thing. I don't know. I think that they wrote her out. I mean, it was probably their creative decision well, to have her die instead maybe, of Jeremy Renner or maybe whatever. it was just like kind of a mutual thing. Like it kind of came to an end, yeah. right? It came to a natural end. I think that if she was lined up for future movies, they would have settled this already. I think that if that's, she I do think that's was willing to do future movies, even now, even with where her character is now, right? they would happily write her back in at any point. And Disney will eventually pay her because um, you don't want the biggest actress in the world to just not want to work with. Yeah, but then why would they movies? release that bitchy ass statement? Yeah, that's really surprising. Well, see, to me, it, it reminds me of like of like people calling her um, greedy. It reminds me of like fans calling pro athletes greedy when yeah. they don't take a discount deal. But they're never upset with the greedy owners or the greedy <laughs> right, Disney. Right. You know, it's like, why are we mad at the the rich instead of the super rich? Sometimes, so I'm Team ScarJo. They should pay her what she's she's worth. She's been a soldier 
for the MCU since day one. Yeah. And uh, she I, was the first um, Avenger introduced. I mean, we yeah. did a rewatch in Iron Man 2. Yeah. We meet Nick Fury. We meet her right after. It's a big deal. So, yeah, pay her. Pay her money. Okay, keeping it MCU, uh, Idris Elba left the door open for his character Heimdall to come back in. Does that matter to you guys at all? He was cool. I feel like they never really like did that much with him. No, they were pretty much like, you want to be here for one day? Like you, They're like, we might wow, need you for two. Idris Elba, you look so fucking cool. You have cool gold armor and a big sword, and you're handsome, and you have like golden eyes. Um, stand over here. God, you look good in the background. They never did anything with him. Take the sword. Yeah. <laughs> slide it down into the rainbow yeah, road. Right. You know what I mean? And, yeah, the rainbow. Open that's up it. the rainbow road. Yeah. So it doesn't, I don't care that much. He said, like, you know, they asked him, like, you know, Idris, uh, you know, you died in these movies, but he's like, you know, what do you say? Like, I seem, seemingly died. Seemingly died. Like, all right. Well, maybe he's coming back. I don't really care that much. I don't care that much. Either he does or he doesn't. I would actually prefer him to maybe stay dead because we want some permanence to death in the mcu and let's move on from that yeah you know what i mean yeah I, I think asgard's destroyed and that's enough that's enough yeah. he might we so he may pop pop up in love and thunder but if he does it's probably gonna be cool so whatever yeah um okay next up keeping it mcu uh hawkeye the show coming out on disney plus november 24th which is thanksgiving is it so that's a thursday so now we're back on thursdays is that uh, the deal? Is that what? I wonder if it's just around then. I might have just made up that. No, it that's was. okay. I mean, I, it, I guess you don't have to it's, be specific. It's the Wednesday. Okay. okay. So Good. Thanksgiving is the 25th. Okay, perfect. So, yeah. Um, fuck yeah. This is going to be awesome, dude. Do you guys know that Haley Steinfeld is like a badass and really, really talented? Yeah. And absolutely. beautiful. I don't really know cool. much about her. So could you sell me on her quick? Well, if you guys remember like True Grit, that Coen Brothers movie, oh, yeah. she was like nominated for like best supporting actress as like a like a kid she's like 13 yeah I think, she was so good yeah. in that and then she's just been she kind of had like a she did like some pop star stuff which you can write her off that whatever but as an actor she's been great like she made that transformers movie did you guys watch that one bumblebee bumblebee yeah great did you watch that one no it was oh. actually good it was great movie. and you know why it was good because of her yeah because okay. she could fucking carry it as like not too feminine not too masculine like appeals to everybody like a totally believable like teenage character she's a, a mega talent so i think she's gonna totally steal the show from our guy renner which it's not that hard to do um i'm excited for this show and michael bay wasn't involved in the bumblebee movie so that helped that helped significantly. a lot it felt like a real movie yeah. with real characters um, no, it was great i watched it on the way to eric's wedding it's it's a perfect fucking uh airplane movie that's when i watched it too. yeah it's great so yeah man i'm excited about this so yeah thanksgiving which seems like a far ways away but unfortunately it's not that far and uh yeah we're gonna get hawkeye can't wait i care care a lot so you're also most likely going to get um julia louis dreyfus the as valentina again yeah and don't know anything about her yet hopefully you're gonna get um what's her name uh florence Pugh. florence Pugh. yes as well that'd be cool as the white widow maybe maybe Ooh, i like that dude dude hey where did you just come up with that or is that an actual character? I've never heard of White Widow, but I mean, it seems it seemed o- <laughs> seems obvious, doesn't it? <laughs> well, we're getting we know we're getting uh, White uh, Vision, so yeah, just rebring everybody back uh, as a as you know this White version. And they like to just like name things, simple things like that. That's easy for them. So like, if you remember, um, they renamed Bucky temporarily the White Wolf. Yep. So which I think he's actually going. Oh my God, this is getting a little crazy because there's talk that he will not be. You know, he needs a superhero name, and Bucky is his proper name. And yeah. he's not Winter Soldier anymore. Like, yeah. he conquered those demons. White Wolf, yeah. So I think he's the White Wolf. We got White Vision. We're going to have White... Yeah, white this Widow. Is, uh, all right, I'm seeing a trend. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I'm I'm pumped about that show. I think it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. I mean, even like the average stuff that they've done so far has been really good. Like I would say Falcon and Winter Soldier was my least favorite mm-hmm. of their shows so far. And it was like really good fun television. Yeah. Right. And did you know the Julie Louis Dreyfus's character, like the original plan was for her to be in Black Widow. Okay. And then in the Winter Soldier. Or yeah, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier T V series. Yeah. Because the pandemic it, it got flipped, but they didn't change anything and you didn't really miss anything. Yeah. So it's kind of strange. But. Yeah, that is kind of funny. Yeah, I mean she just had a tiny post credit scene in uh in Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. All right, keeping it uh superhero. Wow. Um, real quick. Suicide Squad is out or it's coming out this week and it's getting amazing reviews so look none of us obviously have seen it yet it's not out until the 6th i think friday friday thursday night technically um but dude we called it everyone's like why would they even make this why would they even touch the suicide squad thing with a 10-foot pole now they've done a really bad suicide squad movie and they did a bad spinoff with uh, Harley Quinn with that Birds of Prey. Why would they keep staying in this universe? But, you know, then we see who's writing it and who's directing it. And it's James Gunn. And Nordy's Pod is fucking on their shit. And so we say, hey, let's hold out for this. Let's see what's up. And everybody loves it. And the critics are, like, raving about it. One of the best DC movies ever. One of, you know, they're saying it's, like, one of their favorite superhero movies, just period. Uh, it feels like a comic book brought to life. The R-rated is perfect for it uh all the characters like even if they're introduced quickly have like just these banger moments like really memorable moments good character development even though there's so many characters big action scenes over the top and yeah it's like 97 percent fresh which is like 100 reviews yeah with enough for it to be like okay this is legitimate so i'm so excited are you guys going to watch this for the existing cost that you pay for HBO Max, or are you going to buck up additional dollars to see this in a on a bigger screen I with popcorn? I am going to see this in theaters. I'm a little worried not to make this a pro-vax show, but like I feel like I might you not be able to, to go see movies in the near future if people don't get their shit straight. So um, I'm going to go see this. I'm going to take every opportunity I can to go to a movie theater. Okay. I'm going to popcorn it up. I'm on the I'm on the edge. Let me know if you uh if you're going to do that. I'll consider it. Um but yeah, I mean I have it at home already. So it's going to be tough. Tough sell. I want to watch it right away though. It might be one of those ones where you watch it at home and you're like, "Fuck, I got to go to the theater." I'm going to watch it again in the yeah. theater. Like <laughs> yeah, you could do it reverse. Pop pop an extra 8 bucks for like a Sunday morning matinee or something like that. Yeah. That's a good call. Yeah, I'm excited about this movie, though, and it's it's our next big thing, so I'm sure next week we'll be talking about it. Okay, keeping it superhero oh just a little Jesus longer. Oh, well, hey, uh, Sweet Tooth is brand. renewed on Netflix for season two. Uh, do you yeah. care about this? I, I got through one episode, and it was just, like, weird. It needs to get better. I'll probably watch... <laughs> I watched the whole fucking season, whole first season. Netflix show, Sweet Tooth, um... I will probably watch like two episodes of this new one. And if it doesn't really grab me, I will be done forever. Um, Cause it's just not that good. First season was like a C plus probably right in there. Like uh, really on the edge of, is this even worth my time? You know, I, you watch shit that you know, isn't great. And you're like, but it's entertaining enough. It's TV. It's entertaining. It's fine. Um, this was on the edge of even that. So it's going to have to get better. I'll watch two episodes, two episodes. If it's no good, I'm done. Would you rather watch Sweet Tooth season two or Greenland two? Greenland two, baby. <laughs> Jared Butler doing his real accent is all you need. Do not give him a fake accent to do. He can't handle it. I, I don't care. I, I don't care. I didn't watch any of it. Okay, uh, next up, the new Predator movie will follow the original Predator uh, that came to Earth in uh, the, the first movie. Yeah. 
Apparently. Um, they've been really trying hard to make another Predator movie stick and be good. Yeah. That wasn't like... They can actually build on. Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe, depending on who's involved in this, it might turn out okay. I know Jimmy Channels was very excited for the last Predator movie directed <laughs> so by... Shane Black. Shane it? Black. Yeah. Exactly. And we thought that was another one, like, follow the director, might be good, and it right. sucked. It sucked. I couldn't finish it. It was really, really, really bad. I don't care about this. You know. And I was like... I was like, maybe it's going to be about as good as that new Terminator movie, Rise of the Machines, I think it was, that was actually really good. You liked that one, didn't you? Yeah, like it was the latest decent. Terminator was like pretty good, and we were surprised, and it wasn't. And so I've just, I'm out on, on Predator, don't care. Same. Okay, let's make our predictions on who's going to be in it. Oh, God. I mean, <laughs> fire up the C list, baby. Okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to make my pick. Um, the star of it is going to be Miles Teller. <laughs> Nice. He's looking for work. Miles Teller, um, Billy from Stranger Things. Okay. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez. One hundred percent. Michelle Rodriguez. Doesn't that just seem like it's like on the nose? She might like, have already been in one and already been killed. So that did might you guys be. quick a quick aside? Remember our rewatch of Alien? Okay, Aliens, Aliens, second one. Yeah. You know there was like Rodriguez, that tough Latina. Yes. Do you know that that woman was totally in brown face and she was like a French actress? No. <laughs> yes. She's a white woman, man, no. with black. They dyed her hair black, tanned her up. Yes. Did what? you know that? I just no. read that the other day. That's so horrible. I know. And then, but not only that, the, now you don't even have a Latino or a Latina on set while they're making all these horrible Latina jokes. You know what I mean? <sighs> So that's brutal. That's brutal. She was totally in brown face. Anyways. Wow. Yeah. So they need the real Michelle Rodriguez and then they can do all those jokes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, next up, C from Apple Plus. S E E. People thought was like the worst thing ever. Uh, is getting renewed for season two and Dave Batista is now joining the cast. Yeah. So they're just doubling down on it and spending It's ironic more money. that C is more like an F. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Wow. I tried to watch that show. You how, know. how long have you had that one in the holster? I just came up oh, with okay. it when he spelled it out. Um, this show is like really bad. I mean, like unwatchable. I was laughing. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is the cheesiest thing I've ever seen. That's crazy. And um, they're like doubling down because Apple has no idea what they're doing when it comes to producing shows that Ryan will get to one where they figured it out, but they got lucky with that. They like, I mean, that was based off a damn NBC character they were using a just to promote commercial. the yeah. Premier League back in the day. It was like a fake commercial character that Jason Sudeikis probably had to do because he was on SNL at the time. They like made him do it. Um, and that worked. The rest has not. And C is like a joke. So um, they just probably spent a ton of money in the first season and felt like we don't want to be like embarrassed. Let's renew our own shows. And they don't have that many properties anyway. They so. don't have that many. So um, this is like one of the biggest duds I've ever seen. Don't care. But Dave Batista, hey, another fun fact. Did you know he was dead broke when he took the Drax job? He was like, owed the IRS a much, much money, hadn't made any money in three years, hadn't done anything. Like, was like his family was falling apart and he like took that job and now he's like i'm like literally happy i'm better at everything all aspects of my life are figured what? out yeah so as a wrestler he wasn't he wealthy. was well he but he hadn't been wrestling for years at that time so he, he took that he job. had he had money and he just had blown through yes it, he was nothing. like he his house was being like taken back from the by the bank that's crazy. I just read this today, and I was like, how am I going to work this into the pod? And then you left it open, left the door that. open there. Um, so anyways, I'm just like rambling on crazy shit, but don't care about this one. Okay, Bob Odenkirk um, collapsed on set, had to be rushed uh, via ambulance to the hospital. What happened? 
I guess he had Better Call Saul, right? He had a heart attack on set. Yeah, they they classified it as a minor heart attack. I don't. I mean, I don't care what you say. A heart attack is serious. Yeah, 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 dude. Which I was like, I heard about this, and I was so nervous because I mean, obviously he's a great actor and seems like a great guy, but also like he's not a guy that we've seen you know thirty years of stuff from. Like he got popular. When he was already probably 40 plus, like 45. Sure. Dude, we need another 20 years of this guy's yeah. work. Yeah. Like, I, uh, you can't lose him now. It's too early. It's too early. He's just, he he's just hitting his stride. He needs to do a big premiere TV show that isn't a spinoff of, of Breaking Bad. He well, needs they just re-upped show. Vince Gilligan at whatever. Yeah. Whatever. AMC. AMC, AMC shit. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't that's, care. That's sad. You don't care at all. Huh? I mean, I care that he's okay. I care that he's okay, but I don't care about anything he's making. Okay. Sounds good. That's fine. But that's not what the topic was. Okay. uh, I mean, I I realize that, and I just want to move on. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Because I realized it was such a douche move for me to say I don't care when the story was that he had a heart attack. (laughs) Okay. Let's revisit it. At least you can can admit that. Um, Let's go. Okay, next up, Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer drops. I I don't care at all. I didn't want to talk about it. I... I actually think it looks pretty decent. It looks kind of fun. Yeah. Like Look, it, that's all we have to say then. Just say like Ryan and I are have some hopes for this and that'll be it. It's a popcorn flick. Yeah. Like it's not meant to be serious. It's not meant to win Oscars. Like it's a popcorn flick and it's definitely going to be better than the the one with all the girls. Yeah. I actually didn't hate that one either. Yeah. I mean, Who's it was, in this it was one? bad, but Finn Wolfhard. Duh. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Bill Murray apparently a little bit. Yeah, so I, um, I think Paul be, Rudd, big Paul, Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd. He's probably the main. I do like Paul Rudd. Oh, you coming around? I'm coming around now. Coming around. Be- between Finn and Paul, I mean, I'm these are just like my two favorite actors. You're almost. Never mind. I can make that joke. All right, let's go. Evan Peters may be playing Ace Ventura's son in an upcoming thing. Not only I do this. I not care, I don't want this movie to happen. I don't want it to happen, and I will never watch it. Let's just leave it at that. I don't really don't do this. I, like, I have to be honest with you guys. Like, I, I don't really like Ace Ventura all that much. I did when I was 11. Yeah. Yeah. It was, like, funny when you were, like, a small kid. Yeah. But, like, if you've ever tried to watch it, even if it's, like, on TV, it's pretty bad. And it's pretty not funny. And I don't think this is a universe that needs to be rebooted. I agree. Yep. That's it. Done. Yep. I nope. mean, would you, okay, would you, would you, would you rather have, <laughs> would you rather have uh, Austin Powers rebooted? Uh, yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, same kind of shit though. But <laughs> we don't need it. Yeah, we, we don't, don't need we don't either. need another one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, next up, Mandalorian. A poster dropped at probably some Comic Con, right? Yeah, some Disney big Disney thing. It was a poster that had uh, Luke Skywalker and Grogu and some types of lightsaber parts that were like floating. Is that right? So they were both like it was clear they were kind of like working on their Jedi training, which makes sense. That's what he was taking him to do. And Luke was like elevating a kyber crystal, like a yellow one that was glowing. Okay, looks sweet. And then Grogu had like these miniature lightsaber parts that he was elevating, levitating, whatever you want to call it. And it's like that's I think it was so interesting. Like, that's their promo. I mean, you sort of assumed, hey, this is the Mandalorian. We might not see a lot of of Baby Yoda right now. We, I mean, I assume that, like, having Luke was very expensive. You have to have Mark Hamill to do the mocap, and then you got to do all the CG on top of it to make it work. He, he had, like, what, one or two lines in the actual show he appeared yeah. on? Yeah. And it was very limited. He mostly did everything with, like, a big hood up. So I'm like, well, if he's going to be hanging out with him, we probably won't see much from him. They're like, we, but, what are you talking about? We can't have a whole season of Luke. It would cost us $50 million extra dollars. And then they were like, uh, all right, next topic. Um, how many people have signed up for Disney Plus? And they were like, a third of the country. They'd be like, well, we, we, got, we, got, 
we got that extra thirty million laying around from not paying Scarjo, so just <laughs> flip that over, <laughs> roll it on over. <laughs> Perfect. And I think that like, and she ain't getting a ton of any of that. So uh, I think yeah. they're making so much money that it's going to get to a point where that they could just do whatever they want. Like Mark Mark Hamill, they could just they could be like Mark, we're going to pay you to just live at the studio from now on. He's like, okay. He's like, I kind of already have been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you count outside in a sleeping bag waiting for you to call my name, I mean, I think great. that they could just do whatever they want. So I I'm really excited that I was kind of expecting um, them to show up sparingly, like every once in a great while, and maybe not even this next season, and it would be like a huge oh my gosh they're back kind of thing. Um, but this makes me think that it's so lucrative to them mm-hmm. that they know that they just have to go that direction did you do that on purpose so lucrative Ooh, you're like kind that. of a genius yeah just didn't know it um i like that dude i'm excited I on I purpose mean, dude i want him to have i want him to have like the second biggest storyline right obviously stay with mando we don't even know what the hell he's gonna be doing necessarily um he kind of fulfilled his mission there well so he's gonna be he's fighting gonna bo-katan with the dark saber uh yeah. over who rules Mandalore. Asgard. And does he oh, yeah. care about that? No. Okay. So I don't know. But I don't he's know what do he, what's they're right. going to do. He's going to do he does what's right. I do appreciate that about him. Um his mission is is over that we've known for two seasons. He's going to need a new one. It's going to intersect with Grogu and Luke. It'll and, have and, to. And they'll they'll circle back with that. They will. Um and I'm just excited to see like because obviously, if they put a big picture of the Mandalorian, well, that doesn't do much for us, right? Because we know that's going to be about him. I think they're like implying that we're going to get a decent amount of Luke and Grogu, and that's just fucking awesome. That's like, so exciting. That's so cool. So that's I do care about this probably more than I'd like to admit. This is the way. I care about this a lot. Um, next up, guys, Netflix is de- in in the process of developing a live action Pokemon show. Don't care. <laughs> Did you watch Detective Pikachu? Nope. Eric, did you watch Detective Pikachu? I don't know if I finished it. The Ryan Reynolds it. one? I think I watched about half of it. I think that people liked it. I didn't like it quite as much as some did, but I thought it was good. I mean, I'm if it's like in it the same vein. It looked really cool. It looked great, and I think that I am excited about this, although it doesn't do that much for me. So, yes, I care, but I'm going to have to see like some really cool people involved. Do you guys know where Pokemon falls all time in the biggest universes ever? Second? I don't know. It's, it's up there. By far and away, the biggest, highest grossing universe ever, including like Disney, like Mickey Mouse stuff, including really? Star Wars, including Marvel, including literally everything. Pokemon is by far the highest grossing. And number two is Hello Kitty. So these Asian So countries. if you're a Japanese thing, you're just that catches on, you're it, you print your own money forever. Okay. Um, but Pokemon is the highest grossing um, franchise ever. And so it would only make sense that they made more things like this. And I think it could be fun and like the kind of thing that um, kids and hopefully adults can enjoy too. I see. I see some Miles Teller coming up in the future. Miles Teller. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Don't right. care that much. I, I don't care, but I, I'm, I think it's cool. Um, all right. We're moving on to Hot Rex. And one place we got to start here is... Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Hey, come on, you sons of bitches. Let's go. No, so what do you um, think? I finished season one, and it's great. Yeah. It's a silly show that you don't have to take too seriously. It's super entertaining. Jason Sudeikis is great. The stakes are reasonable within the show. Mm-hmm. Um, they seem very believable. This isn't like, oh, they're playing for the world, you know what I mean, or the league championship. Like, it's a, it's a lower level team fighting relegation, and everything, you know, 
that you expect to happen does not. So uh, it was a really entertaining end to season one, and I cannot wait to start season two. And I know they're going week by week. I think there's maybe like three episodes out of season two now. You're going to uh, catch up quick. You think? Can't, can't wait to watch them. You think you'll be watching live by next week? It's one of the most bingeable shows there is from a I can kind of turn my brain off and still be entertained like you don't have to focus you don't have to be like oh who said that, that in the background you know what i mean it's not, it's not westworld thank no. god so um this is a this is a hot wreck again if you've bought an apple product in the last 15 years you have apple tv for the foreseeable future um just go check it out it's if you're light. done with c and you want yeah. something else, uh, you know, go ahead. When you wrap up your Momoa fix, right? flip over to Jason Sudeikis. It's great. Um, the actors and actresses in the show are great. Super low budget. Like the soccer scenes are laughably terrible. Okay. But there's not that many of them. There's yeah. very few and far between. So great show. All right, man. All right. Uh, all of us are watching The White Lotus on HBO Max. What do you guys think? I don't know what to think necessarily. I mean, I, I, I tell you those. This is what I know for sure. I really enjoy watching it. I don't know what I'm watching necessarily. Yeah, do you know why you enjoy it? Feels it feels like a series of like really well done vignettes. Um, it almost would be like if we didn't know that this murder mystery was pending as they introduced right away. This is not a spoiler. This is like the first 10 minutes you find out somebody dies is murdered at this resort. Um, then I wouldn't know what the fuck I'm watching. It would just be sort of like an art, like like a lighthearted, funny art piece of like, these different characters all came together for a week on a vacation, and this is how they interacted. But some shit's going to go down. I think it's coming quick. We were in three episodes in, and I think um, by episode four, which is actually dropping tonight, we're recording on a Sunday, um, I think it's going to open with a, with a cold, dead body. And then we're really going to get rolling, but... I think I could just watch more of this without anybody dying, and I just like it. I don't know. It's good acting. It's funny. It's like, there's like zero stakes so far. I don't know. It's do funny, think? but it's not trying to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, I know they're it's like quirky. I know they're, I know they're going for it to be funny, but when it's funny, you're not really expecting it to be funny yeah. in that way, if that makes sense. Right. Um, I don't know why I'm so entertained by this show. Like I, I, you know, rhetorically asked you, like, do you know why you think it's fun? Like, yeah, it, I don't really know why, but like you said, it's sort of like all these like tableaus that are kind of like moving towards one another and eventually it's going to kind of come to a head. I think it's great. I think maybe because it's well-written, the scenes are obviously beautiful. They're on like a Hawaiian island. Yeah. And I think the, the main hotel guy is carrying the show. Like, yeah. I think he's really good. He's fantastic. I've never seen him in anything. He's probably like a veteran TV actor of Australia or New Zealand or wherever the fuck he's from. Um, but other than that, this is his breakthrough, and he's been awesome. He's got to be like 50 He's already. like Grand Budapest Hotel guy, I think I said last yeah, week. Yeah, like a little Wes Anderson vibe. Yeah, to him, but also sure. like now like a Taika vibe too. Like mm-hmm. just falls into like that kind of weird, um, you know, ballpark that I want to see him in more things now. Yeah. Oh my God. Agreed. For sure. I'm hoping um, like he gets. I think the it's launching some soon. some some stars for sure. Um. But yeah, dude, I, I I like it. It's like a cool ensemble cast, and I think that we'll have some like really fun stuff to discuss if we were to like maybe off the pod, you know. But since we're all watching it next week when it's- somebody dies, and we're like, okay, this guy was over here, and we saw him in episode one. He said this to this person. What does that mean now? There's gonna be like seven different suspects for this murder or murders, whatever's gonna happen. And I think it's really going to blow up this week. So I'm excited. Things are bubbling. And I think it's definitely worth watching. It's, it's, a, hot, it's, it's a, a hot, hot wreck. It's as hot as they get right now. There's not a ton of crazy shit dropping. This is as hot as it gets. Yeah. And I like Daddario a lot. Of course. A lot. 
I mean, she's great. And actually, like, I've never seen her be this good in a role either, besides being still as beautiful as the first thing I ever saw her in. Yeah. Um, we're all watching Dave, too, and it's definitely a, a wreck. Barter caught up this week and actually, like, passed us up. I know. What do you think? I, I, He's one past us now. You finished I, it. I tortoised you guys. Yeah. Right? <laughs> You're so slow and steady, Ryan, yeah. over here. Uh, season two, if you took out episodes one and two and just started with episode three this would be an all-timer yeah for me like it's it's really good it's got the weird moments but then like really hits its stride in episode four and it's just a great finish just a great finish lots of twists and turns lots of unexpected stuff the only thing i didn't like was like i thought gata would have a bigger role mm-hmm. in this season and i feel like they even dialed him back yeah i mean he d- they definitely gave him some great moments like yes. in the, the bar mitzvah episode, that was one of the best. I mean, for me so far, I haven't seen the finale, was the my favorite moment of the whole season was his. Um, because Dave himself is so neurotic, he just has become unlikable. And that's part of the story. Sure. His own friends don't like him. People like the industry people he's trying to impress don't like him. Um, so Gata, though, Gata is the heart and soul of the show. Yeah. He just does what's right. He's like a nice guy. And he's, you know, I like, like, he's, he's like this black dude who's got all these tattoos and he wears like, you know, these, you know, stylish clothes or whatever. And he's, he's got money and he's a nice guy, but he can't like borrow a cell phone yeah because of the way he looks, you know what I mean? So they just have really poignant moments. Um, it's a great show. It's a great fucking show. I was really worried about it for the first like three weeks. Well, I watched the first two episodes and was like, and I'm, you, I'm done. And you, yeah, you almost, you know what you did? You haired us. You didn't tortoise us. Yeah. But, well, haired, but, but you won. D- so yes. the, okay, anyway, fuck, I don't know. But anyway, I was just trying to slow play. But no, but, <laughs> um, it was it was worth the wait. And it was it, um, your guys' like impression and saying you got to go go back and, and finish it really, you know, hit home and stuck with me. And I was like, I trust you guys. Yeah. And the listeners should trust us too, because or trust you guys too, because the first two episodes stink. You could probably even skip them. Yeah. Like really, I mean, you could definitely skip episode one. For sure. Um, and then just start with episode two and just go to the end. It's great. It's yeah. great. It's fantastic. It's a it's, great show. It's, I'm so glad. It's better than Atlanta. Oh. I think so too. It's better than Atlanta. I think so too. It's, it's definitely more fun to watch, which is... It's TV. It, if it's not entertaining, then it's nothing. So yes, it, in that way, it might be. I like Atlanta, but I have a lot more fun watching Dave. I, I had a lot. Of, I mean, there, I have lots of fun watching Atlanta too. I feel like, and it, God, sometimes. Yes, and I think the the lower moments in Atlanta are much harder to watch, and not from the sense of like, oh, it's racially sensitive, and I'm white, and I don't understand, but from the standpoint of like, uh, this is like unnecessarily weird and dark, mm-hmm. and yeah. I don't get it. Like the the haircut episode. And what was the, his name? Teddy Lasso? No, Ted, no. What was that guy's name? Teddy. That was a great episode. Though. God, that was the weirdest, scariest thing I've ever seen. Teddy. Um, you'll, ne- you'll never look at an ostrich egg again. <laughs> <laughs> the same way. Uh, All right, guys. The last hot wreck of the week is Netflix's Outer Banks season two. Yeah. It's, it's upon us. I loved season one of Outer Banks. If you guys uh, didn't watch it, go check it out. But also have the understanding of exactly what it is it is a completely ridiculous over the top um goonies style like it's kind of like if the goonies like were a little older and like smoked weed and were like trying to fuck each other and we're all like really really uh handsome and beautiful people yeah just incredibly good looking and it was like based on like a culture war but it also had like the kind of silly ridiculous goonie treasure hunt aspect to it Mm mm-hmm um, I think this show is so ridiculous. 
but it's so much fun. And I think season two is more of the same. It's just like, it's almost like a soap opera Mm -hmm. of just young, sexy people like on a treasure hunt. And if you are looking for a good time, um, this is it. If you're looking for the best acting and writing you've ever seen, this isn't it. This isn't it for you. Um, I'm two episodes in and it's really fun. I like it. And I think that says something because we're, we have different styles in in our TV and I think we both enjoy the show. Yeah. Um, I know it's not great, but it doesn't have to be great when it's, like I said, when it's entertaining and it is, and it does keep you like, all right, damn, they were close to the treasure this time. I better check out (laughs) next episode. And then, you know, Oh, this guy's in in jail. How the fuck is he going to get out? Let's watch the next one. You know, it's just kind of like, uh, it's just entertaining. Uh, Yeah. And how's season two so far? I haven't watched any of it yet. Two episodes in, I mean, just... Right back where you Ridiculous. Every... It was the kind of thing, like, so many ridiculous things had happened that I paused it at some point to see if I was on episode three already. Because I was like, dang. <laughs> they like, can't jam all this into two. I'm like, I must have missed, like, when episode two ended and it went to three because, like, this is crazy. And it was like, you still have 15 minutes of episode two. <laughs> so go check it out. It's a lot of fun. Outer Banks. Um... I mean, if you don't love Sarah Cameron and John B., like, who are you? Pogue life. Yeah. All right. Um, here we go, guys. Here we go. Get excited. Mm. He was too into OBX. All right, guys. Here we go. It's Summer of Star Wars, and uh, we are on Return of the Jedi. Love that flute. Did you get there at the end? I, this song is the best Star Wars song. Like, actually. um. All right. So this was it. So this was, uh, you know, of the the original movies. I think this was like now kind of early '80s, probably '83, '85, something like that. '83, right? I think. Um, because it was '77, and then like '81 80. and '83 or whatever. Uh, I. Okay, well, I don't know where to start. I think you need to lead us out in the plot. Um, To me, I'll just say right now that this movie felt like vintage Star Wars. Like a lot of the moments that people quote and they think about and they, you know, the music, it's like mostly from this movie, don't you think? No. You don't think so? Completely disagree. I mean, like how they start out with like, you know, they go right to the Empire and they just play like a really, really heavy-handed, strong Imperial March. Like, with these big scenes of the troopers and Vader getting out of the... Like, it looked awesome. And I just felt like this is this is where Star Wars, like, really gained a lot of its identity. I will agree that the visuals were improved significantly. Okay. Yes. I, I think it was mostly flawless in that regard, considering this was 1985. Or, sorry, 1983. Yeah. Um, especially compared to some of the visuals in A New Hope. I will say this. I was a little bit annoyed when they first introduced that the Death Star was being rebuilt. Yeah. And I was like, okay, another super weapon. And then we're about to watch another movie next week. The third super weapon. Where we get another super weapon. And then by the time that they wrap it up, there's going to be a fourth super. I mean, the super weapons are a little bit annoying. Like, what if they had done, like, a big clone army that they were literally going to, like, they were set to unleash of like a man force so big that there was going to be a clone for every three people in the universe. And you're like, well, we're fucked. We have to stop this clone army from being created. Wouldn't that have been more fun or different? It'd been way cooler than this, where they were like, hey, remember that thing we defeated pretty easily in the first one? We're going to have to do the same thing this time. It's literally and, the same up. And weapon. it's yeah, going to be 
much easier to get to the reactor core and blow it up. Right. Like, we're going to send in three ships this time. Yeah. Instead of, like, the entire squadron. So, I thought that this movie started out looking cool, but it was, like, the most ridiculous writing ever. So, you have... um, You go to Jabba's palace where there's this huge plan. A year later, Han has been frozen for a year. And over a year, they create a Christopher Nolan um, Joker-style 35-part plan that everything had to go perfectly right. Hmm. It was just the worst plan of all time. So in this, Leia dresses as an assassin. Um Lando infiltrates as a as a guard with a right? horrible mask. Like you can yeah. clearly see it's Lando. Yeah. Like, okay. So they infiltrate, right? And there's Jabba is just and Leia brings in Chewie as a prisoner, so yep. he's there too. Brings him in as a prisoner. This all's happening one part at a time. Then in this, um, they add in like music playing. Which, by the way, Oof. everything that they added in after the fact um, in the late 90s is the worst parts of Star Wars, period. They tried to make, like, Cantina number two. Ugh, you know what I mean? Just horrible. Yeah. Similar to... Really, I mean, really. Yeah. The musical number was one of the worst things I've ever seen. I think so, too. And the dancing and, like, the way the puppets looked and moved oh. was atrocious. So Jabba's there just being absolutely disgusting, right? And then... Eating frogs. They let, yeah. they let Leia go sneak in unfreeze Han, which was pretty well, cool. I so, like, so they had been partying, yeah. I think, was the message. And yep. now, now everyone's passed out. Yep. Yeah. And Leia goes there and unfreezes him, and he's, like, blind. And, like, I kind of liked that he had, like, weird side effects that were happening. I like that, too. Um, but in this, then suddenly, like, 15 feet away, behind a fucking thin curtain, pops out Jabba, who I can't Hard imagine hide. could breathe, like quietly um and he's like oh ho 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 with all these people and then they capture them but this was all part of the plan supposedly and then they in kind of like an uncomfortable way like make her into like a sex slave for like a giant slug right which i didn't like yeah it was like yeah that was was an excuse to get her into a like a swimsuit look which of course she looked beautiful i mean yeah she she looked incredible but but it was but it was it was just weird yeah and then you have uh, Luke comes in without his lightsaber, part of his weird plan. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then his like, when it didn't really matter anyways, because it's not like he like had to be checked for weapons. He came in and he just, killed two guards with a force choke, which is a dark he side thing. Force choke all people in black, to death, wearing all black. Slam the one dude into the wall. Yeah, very violently. Then yeah. he yeah. easily like can't sense anything. Gets dropped into this pit to fight a monster. Which can I mention one cinema sin? You know, like you've heard of cinema sin, oh, yeah, right? Great, yeah. great so ups. like cliches that shouldn't be happening. So like, have you ever heard that thing where they like keep hiring like black actors or actresses in these sci-fi movies, but then they like make them an alien? Yes. And they paint their skin sure. different color. So the, we get that like dancing girl who yeah. is a black woman, the green, painted the green, green gal, yeah, green. Okay, so just add it to the list. Of um, Lupita Nyong'o painted yellow in the Star Wars movie. Yeah. Uh, Zoe Saldana painted blue in Avatar, and then also painted green when she was Gamora. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So yeah, that's a cinema sin, dude. Just let black people be black in your movies. It's okay. So, anyways, um, you know this whole thing happens it, where Luke then falls into a pit. He like kind of has a weird fight where he like sticks a log in the and i'm thinking mouth. boy wouldn't he love to have his lightsaber now i just was like man like i it, thought that i thought that like what is his ragnar something like that rothnar yeah he looked co- the the creature looked great yeah you look cool. and you know there's like this long tradition of in the other t- previous movies having some kind of monster fights so i thought it was cool then luke gets captured once he escapes there without 
putting up a fight. And then him and Han and Chewie are all going to get murdered by getting thrown into the Sarlacc pit. Yep. Which was like a giant toothy vagina in the sand, which was pretty weird. Which they well. also redid to make it look like a like something from like the Little Shop of Horrors with like yeah. tendrils coming out. And <laughs> yep, they it used added to be, a bunch. It to was it. just like an open mouth with like teeth. Yeah, and then they added all those little like fluttering arms and shit. Mm-hmm. So look kind of dumb. This is just flat out ridiculous. Because... And then Luke is on the plank. Yeah, he's walking the plank, and he's like, "Hey, Jabba, last chance, boss." I liked all that. What was, was wrong with that? That was okay. Yeah, He's no, a no. cocky son of a bitch. Yeah. It was great. Then he jumps down, uses it to like diving board, spring himself up in the air instead of just force jumping. But okay. And he then gets his lightsaber, which was there on the premises the entire time as part of his 75 part plan. Yeah, R2, R2, R2 had it. R2 had it. R2 had it. Blasted it over to him. And then he starts just wildly swinging at people, knocking them into the Sarlacc pit, which was fine. And you get the part with uh, Lando almost falling in. Then the greatest bounty hunter of all time, Boba Fett, like like uh, um, ridiculousnesses himself into, <laughs> into the pit. <laughs> he gets yeeted in. And yeah, he didn't look athletic or competent. They're like, oh, God, but... look at he's going to do a scorpion. Oh, yeah. It looked like his first time ever using his like rear booster rocket. Yeah, it yep. was pretty bad. Like, oh, shit. Leia chokes uh, uh, Jabba to death, which was kind of cool. Yeah. I was here for that. Overall, this scene was like fine, but it was just so it was like, actually pretty long. I don't remember it being that long. complicated. Like, why was that the plan? Why did after 12 months was he like, all right, you're going to get captured. He's going to get captured. I'm going to get captured. Before I even start fighting, um, this will not stop any violence because later I'm just going to kill everyone anyways. And also, did anybody even have guns in Jabba's lair? Um, no, I, th- I don't think so. I they think all they had like drink- axes. I think they were just drinking. Yeah. They all had like axes and like spears they and got stuff. They complacent, dude. They were but partying. Why wouldn't Luke just like, hey, R2, like give them the give nudge. Give it to me now. Like, just, I, they don't have any guns. I'll just take it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll save a lot of bloodshed and get our friend out of here and nobody will be worse for wear. Yeah. Oh, everybody had to die. Yeah, dude, that one pig dropped in to the, the, the pit. And his two pig buddies were like laughing and like watching him die. Oh yeah. Also, like, how, how ruthless are these people? How those unnecessary- were the people they he worked with. Those pig people. Those were every his day. People. They those were his ha- buddies. They were probably fucking related. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> well, now you're being racist. <laughs> yeah. So their cousins also, or something. How unnecessary was the scene of like the the rag whatever the the big monster like of his like handler? Loved that. Was Why, like, what's wrong with that? Uh, I, come, agree, give, I like give something on. a backstory. I like before it. you He's move like, on. Oh, my pet. Yeah, I loved it. My my pretty it was like, one of my only favorite parts of the whole. That movie. thing <laughs> eats. That thing eats human. Like eats things. Like you. He, he's gonna eat you too. No, like, he got. They got along, dude. Um. Okay. So, anyways, uh, after this, they have like a meeting about taking down the Death Star. Right? Did I miss something? Uh, feels right. Yeah. I mean, Luke went off to go see Yoda. Oh yeah. yeah. He, he went back At to this Dagobah. point. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Goes back to Yoda, Yoda dies, says some weird stuff. I liked it overall. The puppetry had improved, I think. Yoda was cooler in this movie than he is in any other movie. Yeah. I thought I was like kind of into Yoda in this one. Um, I thought it was interesting that he was like, Luke, you need to confront Vader or you can't. And only then will you become a Jedi. And I'm like, this doesn't really mesh with the prequels. Like they had a whole system of like, this is how you become a Jedi. And this is it wasn't like some random task of like face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, I, I just was like, why then you, does he become a Jedi? Well, don't you have like you're supposed to have like a final test? Do you? I don't I, remember I that. So. Maybe that was I, did, I liked, though, like his whole point was pretty much like. I'm not trying to stay alive forever. I'm trying to live my journey. I'm not, I don't fear death. I'll greet death mm-hmm. like I should. It's the natural way of th- 
things. I will, you know, the force is believing in. Easy to say when you're 900 years old. For sure. Yeah. But like, you know, I just, I thought that was. Luke's that like was, 18 and he's like, go yeah. die. If you don't, either you're going to die or you become a Jedi. It's up to you. It's like, well, fuck, dude. So Tough overall, choice. I thought this was cool. I mean, it's kind of weird that he just randomly suddenly was like, well, I'm tired and I'm going to die now. I was like, okay. I did, did you ever see the meme where it's like, only when you have kids will you understand how when your kids ask you 100 questions, you'd rather just die. <laughs> I'm just gonna die now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, eventually, they like have this meet up. Um, oh, oh, okay. Here's one other thing. Ooh. And he sits on a log with Obi Wan Kenobi, and then like just have I, a totally normal conversation. I kind of have like I kind of dislike Obi Wan after watching these three movies. Not because he's not a cool character, but because I'm so sick of Vader and everyone being like, "Oh, Obi Wan has trained you well." I'm like, they went on one fucking flight together. Like, yeah, it wasn't like he had some long ass training sessions with Obi Wan. Like Obi Wan was with him for like a weekend. Yeah, no, I agree. And he really, it wasn't even a weekend. They had <laughs> it like, was like one an hour training scene. Yeah, it was like an hour on the Millennium Falcon, and yeah. then they parted ways and never saw each other. And again. then he died. Yeah, and then they everyone was like, "Oh man, his he trained you so well." I'm like, yeah. "Dude, we go come to find that that uh, he trained Vader Darth had Vader been trained for like a decade, years and years, and every aspect and lightsaber training, and it's like yeah. he's going to compete with that." All right, yeah. you know, okay. So anyways, they make this plan that they're going to blow up the new Death Star and blah, 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 blah. And it gets us to um, multiple different locations for the final battle. So the final battle is going to be ha- happening in three ways. One is going to be like a space dogfight, which is usually my least favorite part, but might have been my favorite part of the end. Um, it, I think it worked better in this one, and it's really, it's re- it was great in the prequels. I really it, loved all those space battles. They were so much cooler in the prequels. It looks really cool in this one compared to the first two, I thought. I, Agreed. I thought, I thought they really nailed like how cool it looked in space, and everything just looked it amazing. It felt faster, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, one was like, oh, we're going in full and throttle, some, and it's like, like depth rrr. to and, yeah, you could tell with the scale of things a little better, and you know. So I, I found myself interested in that, and I also found myself thinking that Lando is much better than I ever remembered him. Yeah, I actually and a kind bigger of liked Lando. part than I remember. Yeah. So like, I was thinking halfway through this movie how you know in the in these sequel movies we're about to watch. And even in the prequels, they didn't really have, like, this established band of, like, these are our heroes, right? It was so clear-cut in these. Yeah. And they keep them together. They let them interact. They're on the same missions together. It was always, like, in the sequels, those were seats like, you two go over here in this casino mission. You two are here. Mm-hmm. You two. It's like, no, keep them together. This is your core. This is why people like the movies, because you get to see Han interacting with Luke, interacting with Leia, with Chewie. You get Lando, and then the, the droids are annoying. But that's the part of it. But the core group was great and it worked and so stick with it like give us scenes with our people together so then you have um all of the others go to this planet what planet is it endor endor, endor. The, the forest, forest? Moon i loved it of endor cool it Very looks cool. cool um so in this california redwood forest you get is that where they filmed it yeah i love it honestly quick i would just want to say that this was my second favorite like bio for any like star wars sequences to happen number one being who can guess what do you mean bio um, like a Hoth. biome or like oh, biome. Hoth is a close second. Yeah, Hoth um, is one for third. me. It's the Rogue One Beach. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Um, so it's just different and memorable to me. In the so in this, um, they go to this planet and they're like having I don't know like little flying the speeders f- four wheeler practically speeders. The speeders look great. 
they looked that was cool, all pretty fun. Um, but the fighting on them was kind of stupid. Yes. As they were just bumping into each other. All and the, the fighting on the whole planet was really stupid. And the reason that they were there was that the Death Star was being protected by a she- new Death Star, Death Star 2.0. Actually, it's more like, whatever, half Death Star, mm-hmm. is being protected by a shield controlled on the forest moon. So they go down there and they have to quickly disable this shield. So they fight some stormtroopers and then they get captured by the Ewok. A little downhill from here. I mean, I mean, I'm, I, there's other things that happen. Like Leia falls off her speeder. She probably should have died. She gets up. She's conscious. Then next time you see her, she's unconscious. A little cute teddy bear guy grabs her, and then she befriends him. And blah blah blah. Whatever. They all get captured by these Ewoks. Luke is like, you know, one of the three most powerful forces in the entire galaxy at this point, and he is just allows himself to be captured. He's like by along it. for the ride. Mm-hmm. My problem with him being along for the ride is that this is some really time-sensitive shit that could lead to everyone's death and the entire rebellion crumbling. So, literally, this is like, Luke should have just cut one of their heads off and been like, here's the deal. I can do this to all of you. You're either going to help us or I'm killing you all, but we have no time to, to waste right now. Instead, he's like, ha, ha, whatever, hon. Don't worry about it. It will be fine. And then next thing you know, they're about to be fucking cooked. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which was, I guess, funny, and all this was played for, for laughs, and I tell you what, the Ewoks, they sure looked cute, but um, the way that they, like, just manhandled the Stormtroopers made it all seem like, I get that Stormtroopers are supposed to be the cannon fodder, and you're not supposed to be scared of one of them, but this made them into the biggest joke in the universe. They also have laser guns. Yeah, and they were getting hit over the head, like, with sticks by a, and by rocks, a, you know, a four ounce stick and getting knocked out. All that shit was bad. I know, Eric, this is your take. I'm probably stealing I, it. I, but I think it, it didn't it didn't work. It's I get it's for the kids. I mean, these these can, you know, kids love that shit. This but was to sell toys. I don't, I don't think it worked that well. C-3PO is just brutal in this movie and really in all movies, by the way. He's actually he's passed up. Um, Jar Jar. Jar Jar is my least favorite Star Wars character after wow. doing this rewatch. He's so not funny. He's just a problem for them at all times. He's not really ever helpful. And what what problem did he ever solve that helped the team? None. He's just oh. like he's I constantly mean, I, blabbing. He's like the foil to R two, who who like talks and doesn't talk, but literally comes in the clutch. But he's every verbally abusive time. to R two. He's so mean, and annoying. Ugh, he's just the worst. He's constantly like, "Well, Luke, you know that that's not true. Like, oh, why would I hero. tell them? Yeah. Like, oh my god, dude, just stop. He just he's so stupid, and it's not funny." He never makes you laugh one time. We've watched eight movies. I haven't laughed once. He's just annoying. So that whole part with him being the god, but questioning Luke's plan, and Luke has this plan the whole time, is just And then the plan was sickening. Tell them you'll use your laser magic or whatever it was, you know, yeah, or let us go. Like, why didn't you tell that to them 15 minutes ago before they dragged you up the hill yeah. to their fortress of wood and But, huts? you know, I get that it, like, turned out to befriend them because they saved the day. It would not have been possible. The mission would have not been a success without the Ewoks. Uh, I wish that they weren't in the movie. So I, I actually watched it thinking to myself, this is irresponsible. What they're doing to this franchise is how bad I thought the, the Ewok fighting was. So as as battle commences here, and it's like the you know Galactic Army versus I guess with not two Galactic, mechanized the, the Empire's Army versus a bunch of fucking teddy bears using like sticks and stones. Yeah, it was fucked up. <laughs> like Bronze Age type weapons. Yeah, but there, I mean, there was a lot of them. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of the other guys too who had yeah. big fucking weapons. And and in this, like, it turned into like slapstick. You guys ever heard of Vietnam? It it turned right. into like slapstick. There was a Vietnam fucking an- analogy. No, but but like here's here's a better analogy. Um, 
one of the greatest militaries ever in the history of the world from like this North African tribe had these soldiers who had like never lost a battle and they made the Maxim machine gun, which was like the first automatic weapon. And it sat on like a tripod and the English guys were drinking gin and tonics and smoking and driving down the river and just defeated an entire army with like a few guys with guns. That sucks. It sucks. It's gross and disgusting. And that's like real life. This is like those guys were the stormtroopers, but they were just getting their ass beat by like fucking sticks and rocks and stuff by guys who couldn't even like move. <laughs> like they weren't even <laughs> athletic. Then then it, it turns into like slapstick comedy. Right. Which was just it, fucked up. It, wrong point. Have the, the Ewoks come in on like a mid sequence where the stakes aren't like endgame. They were like lassoing guys going by on speeders. Which would just probably like rip their arms off their bodies so things are moving so fast. Instead, the guy on the speeder would be like, whoa, and he'd spin around a tree eight times and then blow up. <laughs> or the two logs all that right. smashed the... Look, uh, we get it. It didn't work for you. Maybe this was all for the kids. Wrong timing. Bad choices. Do you think they sold Ewok didn't toys? didn't ruin the movie oh, yes. for me. They sold... They had Ewok spinoff movies. I they, mean, they sold Ewok villages. So like it was, a, it was like their village, and then it had like fake plastic little mini plastic logs where you could like hit a button and it would roll down the hill and take and, out the ATAT yeah. walker things or whatever yeah uh there was a reason for this i don't think it ruined the movie for me but it was and it it just took a lot of screen time oh. i mean the movie didn't have to be two plus hours it it ruined the movie for me it ruined okay. the movie for me All it right. ruined it ruined like the, the trilogy <laughs> oh come on you guys <laughs> it didn't ruin the trilogy but it definitely like there is an hour window in there where i was like what what am i watching <laughs> Well, but let's get to the good stuff. Yeah. So whatever. We we know Han and Leia save the day. They they end up taking down the, the generator. That was pretty cool. With the, you know, Chewie All helps. the Han stuff is pretty good. The kid, like the little fucking freaky uh, Ewoks help. We get it. Um, how did you guys like, you know, Luke going and having to face his father? He's now told Leia that they're brother and sister. Um, she goes, yeah, I knew it the whole time. That's why I kissed you like five times, like on the mouth sexually. So anyways, remember when, um, Harry went to the forest to face his death and to go face his death and he didn't have his wand out and he didn't have the sorcerer's stone anymore and he didn't have or the whatever stone it was the yeah the turning stone you know like he didn't have any of that stuff and i was kind of like oh they pretty much just ripped this off from star wars yeah like a lot of things they did um so i thought that was okay um the emperor was cooler in this movie than he was in the other movies but was he in the other movies the prequel was he no but is this the first time we've seen him this is the first time you've seen him like did you hear him okay i was so like wondering about this i'm like did we see him in the past two movies i think did we hear the emperor did we hear the emperor in new hope you heard him his voice i believe one time in the second one yes you didn't even i don't even know if you heard of him in the first so weird so anyways they all of a sudden build him up as like vader is just his pawn and you know he is in the ultimate bad guy I was, Very confident he's going to turn Luke. I was pretty cool with him in this movie. I actually thought he was pretty good. Yeah. And I was good. I was great with that. I thought all that stuff happened. I mean, the set looked so cool. The lighting was great. The The writing was cool for, like, you know, the, the dialogue and, you know, lean into your hate and all those things. Was I thought that was all awesome. I thought most of that stuff was good, to be honest with you. Making, I, him, I, making him watch the destruction okay. of the Rebellion so, live yeah, through the that window. That is the culmination of what they've done for six movies now. Yeah. And it was the real finale of the movie. And what was going on in Endor was like to keep it fun because that scene wasn't fun. It was dark and scary and talking and, um, you know, what one-on-one lightsaber battle and 
the lightsaber battle was pretty cool. Um, I did think that they went way overboard on my belief of that Luke could just get shocked by force lightning, you know, for about three straight minutes and then just get up. Yeah. Afterwards, when when Darth got electrocuted for about four seconds, you know, just by like... But they made it look... I, I noticed that too, and I was actually waiting for that to happen, and then they made Darth like... His it got like really intense yeah. at the end because his, his, like you could see his skeleton through or whatever, some cheesy yeah. effects, but it was like everything the Emperor had all at once on Vader. I guess. Um, I, I just thought that was weird, but it was cool to see Vader with his mask off, and like it was a nice little conclusion... Um, to the story. Yeah. And I wish that was the last time we saw the Emperor. Oh, absolutely. I thought it was a great end to that whole thing. Um, didn't need, don't, shouldn't have brought him back, but we'll see. I don't want to make that judgment because my opinions on Star Wars have changed over this rewatch a lot. So I'm not going to say that I'm going to hate when they bring him back, but I'm just going to say I'm not going to make that call yet. We have two, we have two pitfallen soldiers in this movie that come back. Yes. <laughs> one in the beginning and one in the end. You're yeah. right. The pit, man. Get in a pit. Get in the pit. So overall, I thought this movie was bad, to be honest with you. I thought it was bad. I agree. Um, That doesn't mean I didn't like it because like bad Star Wars is still like fun in my life. Mm. Like when I say it's bad, I'm comparing it just to um, similar universes or other Star Wars movies. Other things in the universe. Um, Or or even just similar universes that I enjoy. I mean, I think that's the only other place I can like make a ranking out of a hundred. I thought this movie was like fun to watch, but it was like a, it was like a 50. Oh, that's, that's rough. It was a 50. Um, I've never given something a 50 because I don't really believe in that. But I think if there's one thing I need to give a 50, it's this. I think that's fine. And I get it. I can see why it's a 50. It's, you're not saying that it's neither good nor bad. It's like, I get it. it okay, I'll draw the line in the sand then. I'm going to say 49. <laughs> okay. Well, then I get to bring it up to happy land because I'm going to I'm gonna put <laughs> 51. it at 51. No, I'm going to put it at a 64. Okay. So yeah. in general, we liked it less than most of the others. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. And like I said, I have fun. All these movies are fun. Even the worst one, which I thought was The Phantom Menace, I enjoyed watching it. Even though this is pretty bad, like I enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to do my ranking of uh, Rogue One is currently in first place for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the Empire Strikes Back is in second place. Uh, I'm going to go with The Revenge of the Sith in third place. I'm going to go with A New Hope uh, after that. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Solo ahead of this movie. Oh, I'm going to go with this one. And the, was it? The, the Return of the Jedi. And then uh, the clone, the Attack of the Clones. And then the Phantom Menace. I'm going to, I have. I've killed too many brain cells in my life to do this off the top. Yeah. Without <laughs> but paper, I'm, so in the, I'm in the I'm just going to have to comment on yours. I'm going to say same rankings as Eric, but I'm going to flip. I'm going to put this between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. I'll do mine at the end of everybody's. Um, Attack of the Clones is still, uh, no, no, no. Attack of the Clones is near the bottom. Revenge of the Sith is still number two for me. And then Empire comes three. Okay. Rogue One still being on top. That's fucking yep. untouchable for me right now. Um, this still falls in the middle. Uh, it is better for me than Phantom Menace. It's better than Solo by a lot because Solo still sits at the bottom for me. Um, yeah, it's, you know, fit the rest in there right where, where you will. But I enjoyed this movie. It's not easy to wrap this thing up. You know how much pressure they had on? And they had yeah. to deliver a lot. And they did. Um, not everything worked, but... They told like a fun story. They kind of teased that Luke might turn to the dark side. He didn't. He like, and it makes it actually seeing 
like Anakin turn, it makes it more impressive that Luke was as strong as he was in all those moments. Like it was a big, he's a, he is the true hero of all of the, what we've seen so far. And he proved it. Yeah. yeah Cause the only person he fell in love with was his sister for like one movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That, that helps. That helps. To not have any love interests or distractions. He's a true Jedi, man. Better than it. Better Jedi than Anakin. I just want. I, I just have to say. I, I, how is there no shame in Leia telling Han about it? They just glossed over it. She like, was like nothing happened. Of course, happened. I love him. And he's like, okay, I guess I'll just completely go against every part of my character that I've built this whole time, and I'll just get out of your guys' way. And then she's like, no, silly. He's my brother. And then, like, if she's I like, was Han, I'd have been like, the fuck? She'd what? be like, so we're How? both going to be able to bang you? <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, no. Are you thinking hut number four? We don't four? do that anymore. <laughs> we I always knew. Dude said we could use his hut. Hut number four at the end. <laughs> yeah, it's right. Two bridges over. I just, yeah, I thought that was weird. Yeah. So. Well, there was a lot of weird stuff. I mean, for Leia to be like, yeah, I remember my mother. Not much about her, but she was beautiful. Very sad. Um, like, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. Unless like you can just explain it away, like everything else with the Force. Like she had a bigger connection in that side of the Force, and so she got visions from the past of her mother, which she, Luke mm. clearly didn't. Yeah, the Force. You just you gotta just, just. You can just make it. But she didn't, you she have didn't to even know. It, she didn't even know she was the Force until Empire when Luke was like, Leia. Right, and so she was, you know, she was wrong. She didn't have those visions, but she she had some memories through the... I mean, whatever, dude. It just doesn't make any sense, but you have to just explain it away because they had to make the prequels interesting, and that's what they did. All right, guys. That's it. That's all the time we have. Next week, we're starting uh, the prequel. No, the... Sequels. sequels. Yeah. The sequel trilogy um, with the Force Awakens. Correct. The Force Awakens, which I'm really excited to watch. Episode so. 7. We I'm have excited that. for the first half, for sure. Yeah, we have that next week, so watch that with us. Uh, but otherwise, until then, uh, check out our sports cast later this week. And uh, thanks for hanging with us on our 500th episode, which is so crazy to think that we've been making podcast for 500 episodes um anytime i tell someone that i have a podcast and they're like well how many episodes have you had and i'd be like 400 and something they're always like what um, <laughs> that's how you know it's a successful pod because we're still doing it yeah and we still love it it's the hottest one in northeast minneapolis exactly it is um so thank you guys for hanging with us and uh hopefully we'll we'll be with you guys for 500 more all right take care thanks for listening to the northeast podcast 